So finances are very important, and the importance of finances can be helpful to know at a young age, and that's where Intuit comes into play. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products from Intuit like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com to start living yours. That's Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics? Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. Monday show morning studio morning. morning all right let's get to know here's the question what movie in all your movie watching could you quote the most of Ooh. and maybe you could do every single movie quote period but you could quote the most and, and I'll go first I could probably and this one doesn't count but I could probably do Grease because I did Grease the play and that was Danny Zuko but I think I had to learn that because I was in the play so I'm gonna I'm gonna probably do Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure oh that's pretty good which is a great movie for kids to learn about some of those historical figures, too. Yeah. Socrates, Socrates. Yeah, Socrates. Abe Lincoln. Beef Oven. Beef a.k.a. Beethoven. <laughs> Mr. the Kid. <laughs> Mr. the Kid. I'm going to go Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Amy, you. Uh, probably Pretty Woman. My or, wife said that or dirty she dancing. was over at your house. She said that you guys are making her watch Pretty Woman. Yeah. She hasn't seen it. Oh, is that why? She came home and she had a list of movies. She goes, I'm supposed to watch these movies. She was at Amy's house for like nine hours. Great. For nine hours. But she came back with a list of movies to watch. And I think I'm going to have to watch them with her. Well, yeah. Oh, good for you. Yeah, no. Our friend Jackie, we we were just sitting around. We did lots of different things. But one of the topics that came up was movies. And she was like, we had to watch Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll like that. There's will a she lot. Go? No, I don't know if she will. That's I old. even told her, I said, that's that so one I don't know that she'll like. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Jackie was pretty adamant she would like that one. Okay. Uh, but yours is Pretty Woman. Lunchbox. Man, it's either Braveheart or Dazed and Confused. I watched those two over and over and over again. So I'm going to go with, ah, probably Braveheart. Do it. You may take our lives, <laughs> but you'll never take our freedom. <laughs> Man, that got me fired up. Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. What you guys can do is you can turn around right now, walk back, and apologize for 100 years of rape, theft, and murder. Oh, boy. If not, all your men will live. If not, 
Oh my god, he's messed up the quote. <laughs> All right, Eddie, you. you got that. I think that was wrong. Uh, my, mine's easy, Bones. Yeah. Forrest Gump. Yeah, it's Forrest Gump. I can do so many. Yeah. Like the other day, even my kids were like, I said, like, I must have dropped me 14 Dr. Peppers. And they're like, what are you talking about? It's like, Forrest Gump, when he goes to the White House, he, had a bunch, he drank a bunch of Dr. Peppers and he had to go, I gotta go pee. Hey, Ray, what about you? Yeah, I'm uh, Wedding Crashers. Uh, what do you think Maryland's known for, man? Crab cakes and football. I was first team all state. I can make it rain out here. <laughs> and then also, uh, man, what, what? We can be pirates from the Caribbean or we can be raiders from Las Vegas. It's not that. This isn't Halloween. You got to go in there with your game face on. Did huh. they say raiders from Las Vegas? No, I made that up. Oh, oh. well, that's not. I thought they meant raiders of the lost art. Yeah, me but too. Then, then it's raiders from Las Vegas, but they weren't in Vegas at the time of the movie. So I just had all these. Anyway. I didn't do any scenes. Go, go for it. Okay. I have a runner in my pantyhose. Oh, I'm not wearing any pantyhose. Anytime pantyhose comes up, that's what comes out. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> We're here. You guys ready to have a good show? Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. Get to know. Mm-hmm. All right. The show starts now. Bobby Bone Show. It's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I was recently called out by another parent at my daughter's school for not volunteering. Apparently, there's talk about how I'm inconsiderate and I refuse to step up and help out. My job doesn't give me a lot of time. And the little time I do have, I cherish deeply. Recently, my daughter's school has been asking for volunteers for various projects. The reason I always declined is my schedule. I know I probably should help, but I really can't. And now I'm feeling guilty. Should I sacrifice any personal time that I have to volunteer? I don't want to be one of those parents. Signed, mom made to feel guilty. Amy? No, you don't need to, you don't need to feel guilty about this. And you don't need to sacrifice time if your work schedule doesn't allow it. Did you write that email? I didn't. (laughs) I know. But I just don't, I can't imagine making someone else feel bad for not volunteering. You have no idea someone else's circumstances. And some people, maybe it's a priority for them and they are sacrificing and making time for that as well. That's their choice. Mm -hmm. I, I I, I know that's hard, but I just wouldn't take it personally. Eddie? What happens in these situations is you got these dads, in, you know, personally, you got these dads that don't do anything. They work from home, whatever. They got all the time in the world, but other dads, they like can't, you. like me, can't do that stuff. And yes, this shaming does happen, and those parents should be ashamed of themselves. So from, you're shaming the shamers. Yes. That's <laughs> terrible, because if I had the chance to, to volunteer, I would volunteer. I'd, I'd be there all day. Or would you play more golf? That's what I was going to say. Probably both. Okay, but you I would ca- make, you'd carve some volunteer absolutely. time. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, don't feel bad about this. That's Shame on the parents for making her feel bad. Yeah, let's shame the shamers. Lunchbox? <laughs> it's called volunteering. Guess what? I don't want to volunteer. You do the volunteering, I'll do the chilling, okay? I ain't got time to volunteer. <laughs> you can tell what kind of school volunteer parents like, we are. Hey, guess what? I don't want to be part of the PTA. You want to be part of that crap? Be part of the PTA. I didn't sign up for it. Right. Ain't my business. I ain't my chili. Not my thing. Guess what? You want me to go on a field trip? That sounds fun because it's a free adventure. But I ain't volunteering. You want me to clean up the school? The whole ah. thing, it took a weird twist. Like, if we go on a field trip, well, then I'll go. Wait, what? <laughs> but it's, uh, That's free. Yeah, don't let them shame you. If you, like, want to make a point to do one thing, like, carve out, it's fine. Just, just feel like you're doing a little bit more. But don't let people shame you. You don't care. You don't care if they say something good about you. So why would you care if they say something bad about you? Right. You don't care about them. They have no effect. Keep being a good mom. It is nice if some people say something kind about you. Sure, but if they don't, that's okay, too. 
True. It doesn't change really anything day to day if they do or don't. So don't let it when they don't. Nobody says nice stuff about me ever. Oh, man. That's not true. No, we say stuff all the time. I don't. Don't buy into it. To me? <laughs> yeah, don't. Just look. Hey. <laughs> oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah. All right, all right. That's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. It's kind of bizarre. I would like for you guys' feedback on this before I give mine because sometimes I'm a bit irrational, especially when it comes to safety. I've had too many instances in my life. Raymundo, tell everybody your little story here. Yeah, what would you guys do if, say, it was 7.30 at night and somebody came and knocked at your door and it wasn't UPS, it wasn't DoorDash or anything like that, and you go and open the door and the person says, hey, I'm thinking about moving in to this apartment complex. Would you mind if I look through your Hmm. apartment? Someone just comes to his door and wants to walk <laughs> around inside. That's crazy. That's the dumbest thing. There's no chance. There's there's like four options and three of them are bad. Rape, murder, steal. Oh yeah. Or look at the apartment. So where I mean, where does does Ray is Ray the first apartment when you go into the building? Like, great question. What? Yeah, are you high, low, first? What? No. So they would have had to have jumped the gate to get to us. It is gated. Yeah, but you, they get in. But he, what Eddie's saying is when you drive in... Are you the first Are building? you like the first... No. Bar? Okay. Is there any reason they would have come to your place specifically? If they were looking for similar to our view or something right next to the clubhouse. But are you the one right next to a clubhouse or whatever that is? Yeah, so like we have access to the elevator, so that would kind of make sense. But them not being residents... They wouldn't know that. It's definitely a big ask, though. To Who answers the door? I answered the door. And what was your initial reaction? The first thing I said was, well, let me grab you my wife because she actually deals with all the rent and everything and she knows the details. So she Let can, me get my woman. Your wife? Let me take yeah. my wife and you you can have her. Right. What on earth? Like- he went full human shield. <laughs> you de- she'll deal with it. Okay, so is that what you did? Yeah, and so my wife comes up and she goes, yeah, sure, come on in. We'll show you the whole place. Oh. Yeah. And my wife took her from every room to every bathroom to the living room to the kitchen and showed her every square inch of our apartment. It's a girl? It is a girl. Okay, that's a little different. Different. A little different. Unless she's like the bait. Unless she's the... Correct. Like, she goes she's in. She's the bait. I'm not letting anybody at 7.30 come knock on the door. Can I just please come and look at all your stuff in your house? It's, just, it's too much information. They don't need that right then and there. Right. And if they're going to kill somebody, they kill, kill a neighbor, not me. No, and I'm not getting my wife either being like, no. <laughs> that was weird to <laughs> Come me. make yourself vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, and after the fact, we were like, we probably shouldn't have done that. That was very unsafe. She seemed like a trustworthy girl, and we thought we were just giving her information about the apartment. I get it. You're making a judgment based on your first impression of her. It just doesn't feel like generally that should be a good rule. And even more bizarre, her boyfriend was in the car downstairs, and she said, yeah, he thinks I'm really weird for doing this, but... I was just going to come up here and ask so we could actually see it and not look at the stuff on the internet, the pictures. It's actually, I mean, that makes sense. The boyfriend's in the car. Because he's getaway car after the stabbing. Exactly. Right, right. But, but they don't tell you that. She was very transparent with what's going on here. But killers are always transparent, but just not honest about it. <laughs> like, get in the van. I'm your friend. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't like it. I don't like it that you got your wife and made her a part of it. She could have been hurt. And it doesn't matter what she looked like, Lunchbox. Well, no, no, you feel safer if, it, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you let your guard down if a hottie comes because you're thinking, oh, she's so sweet and innocent, she won't do anything. 
Like, that's uh, not true for hot men because no, no, wasn't um, no, no, that's what I'm Ted Bundy hot? He's pretty good looking, yeah. But men are weird and creepy anyway. But that's what I'm saying. You let your guard down. You're more likely to let a hottie in okay. than an ugly. And if what? the hottie comes in, that's when the boyfriend comes in after. Like, boom. The ugly is going to be, it's going to be tougher stop. for her to get. I mean, there's good looking people and not well, good looks, looking people. But looks are relative. What I'm saying is you, you we get it when you say hottie. You don't have to but say. Are you, but that's what I'm saying. Ray, you're more likely to let, let a hottie in, right? Yeah, I let her in because she was a chick, not necessarily because she was hot or unattractive. How hot was she? I mean, I swear, she was like 30 years younger than me. I mean, she may have been. What? Like, How old are you? Ray, honestly. <laughs> I'm 38. Okay, so it's an eight-year-old. Eight an eight-year-old knocked on the door. Wow. <laughs> a second grader said, can I come look at your apartment? <laughs> and her boyfriend was in the car outside. Yeah. Okay. That's concerning. I would call the police in, Ray. <laughs> Guys, we shouldn't be letting people in our houses at night. No, seven is late. Yeah. I was, someone once knocked on my door, and then I let them in, and then I took them to the grocery store. Was it yeah. a hottie? It's a homeless guy. <laughs> no, it was a woman. It's a homeless woman. It was a woman. I don't. She hot. <laughs> Looks are relative. I'm just kidding. I'm just playing with this. I know, game. but I mean, okay. everything. anyway, this thing is spiraled to a whole of place. We don't want to go. Um, thank you, Ray. Yeah. Don't do that, okay, buddy? All right, all right. It's time for the good news with Lunchbox. Tell me something good. If you're looking for a free Thanksgiving dinner in Sevierville, Tennessee on November 20th, Reverend Brooks Ramsey and his wife Christy are giving you free food. Anybody that needs food, come and get it. It's absolutely free. They're expecting between 150, 200 people to show up and get free food. I got a feeling it's going to be a little bigger than that now. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. They used to do it before the pandemic, and then the pandemic, they had to shut it down, and now they're bringing it back, and it's for people in need that, yeah. you know, maybe you're not going to be able to have a Thanksgiving dinner. Maybe you're one of those people, an elderly that doesn't get out of your home. They an, have an, an elderly. One of those an people, elderly. an elderly. elderly. One of those. Interesting. Lunchbox used, uh, <laughs> used to deliver meals on wheels to, to elderly. To, to, to those to elderly? To, no, to, to one, one of those elderly that couldn't get out of their home. They're homebound. They're shut in. Are you you're, one of those elderly? Open up. <laughs> I got a ham sandwich for you. You know who's from Sevierville? Gator? No. <laughs> no. Who? Dolly. Oh, that's, that's her I hometown. Get those two confused. Dolly and Gator? Gator, Gator yeah. Yeah. and Dolly Parton. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, but November 20th looks like I'm headed to Sevierville. All right, buddy. Oh, oh, boy. Let us know how that goes. Great story. Good job by them. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's a Bobby Bones show interview. In case you didn't know. All right, coming in the studio now is Ronnie Dunn, lead singer of Brooks and Dunn. What do you think the most streamed song is from Brooks and Dunn? Mm-hmm. Neon Moon. Yeah. yeah, Neon Moon, number one. Yeah. I spend most every Boost Scoot and Boogie at number two, yeah. Oh, oh, see, no. What do you think number three is? My Maria. My Maria, yeah. That's four. Oh. Oh. At number three, Red Dirt Road. Yeah, that's that a good one. There's one more in the top five that you don't have. Neon Moon, Boot Scoot and Boogie, Red Dirt Road, My Maria. What's the other one? Yeah, come on in. Come Just on in. Like a hint. Uh, I got it. What? Hard working man. Brand new man. That one. Yeah. <laughs> on the Bobby Bones Show now. Ronnie Dunn. Yeah, you have to hold your mic. So, did you make a lot of money, or are you, are you did you lose a lot of money? Well, I sold all this stuff. Money. I sold all this stuff for money. Oh, New contract happened. We sold. We pawned everything so they could pay me. Uh, I get it. Yeah, how are you doing? I'm, I'm tangled up. I'm good. Yeah, tangled up. Is that like in the back seat of a truck? Uh, could be. Oh, you mean with the cord? Well, if I was writing oh. a song, you'd be in the back seat of a truck or something. But yeah. No. Did you no, guys write when, when you were writing songs in like I don't know, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, whatever? Was there as much writing about whiskey? 
No, it was. Uh, it used to be no no hard liquor products. It really? And, yeah, no, for real. Wow, that's, that's where like like you know all the endorsements came in from for, from like you know beer company. Yeah, you ever get endorsement money from a alcohol company for a song? Uh, no. I can't believe they had a no hard liquor policy yeah. in songs. Now it's like it, you must have hard liquor in a song, or we can't even record it. <laughs> well, it switched, and and, and you couldn't. Uh, I mean, of course, I'm showing my age, which that's fine. I, I can live with it. I have to. But, uh, <laughs> uh, what, what were we talking about? The hard liquor. In a, <laughs> Speaking of showing your yeah. age, yeah. And, and I, I can't believe that because every song now has got whiskey or yeah. tequila or yeah, something. Yeah, I know. So it was a firm thing or is it understood? It was just kind of an understood thing. Oh, okay. Kind of under under the table. A manager might tell you in the office or something. He said, like, don't don't be mentioning whiskey. Now it's like, are you kidding me? Yeah, what or, about— Where do you think I put my coffee to get here? Exactly. <laughs> when you do this show, you need— you don't. Yes. We can't talk about that because you're Mr. Clean. I'm Mr. Clean, yes. What about— Hooking mm-hmm. up in songs. Did you guys talk about that at all, like they do now? Yeah, but we didn't know what it, 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 hooking up hadn't come into the the like the, the urban dictionary yet. Uh, okay, I say tangled up. You know, there's like tangled up in mm-hmm. the back seat or. Well, I love that tangled up. Yeah, all tangled up in you. Yeah, yeah. me? No. Oh, okay. Bobby. <laughs> and uh, the album's not out yet, though. No, it'll be a while, and uh, that's it. So is it a like a themed album? Yeah. All cowboy? It's all cowboy, but it's not campfire songs. You know that kind of stuff. It's just you know every other song is cowboy, whereas the last record I did, everything was honky tonk. That's no, true. It was all neon. That's, That's true. Was. My wife goes, "Come on, surely you can diversify your vocabulary more than that." <laughs> that is very. That's very much the on brand. Yeah. Like if you did neon, but if you did neon on the first album, but the whole second album was boot scooting. Yeah, there's We'd that. be like, all right, dude. Right? <laughs> yeah. So back in the day when you do Boot Scooter, you do a hit song yeah. around here, you know, in this town, everybody, like, starts pitching you Boot Scoot or, or Neon Moon or something. I got one the other day. It's great. They're like, oh, finally, and this is strange, and you, I know you've noticed it, is we're getting into, like, like mashups now, like hip-hop did years ago. Uh, and and uh, I got one on, uh, on Neon Moon. It was it's, it's really cool. What do you mean mashups? Like someone featuring for you to sing or they, that they're sampling I'm you? I'm not sure I understand. Well, listen, <laughs> I'm here with Ronnie. Siri's going to answer that question to you. I just said on my phone. So they, mer- they, they mashed up Neon Moon with another like hip hop song? Ne- uh, Neon Moon is, is, is the song that they did. Well, I'm calling it a mashup, but is it a mashup? So it's using your right music, term? but they're singing new words over it. Yes. Like Cole Swindell did with Heads Carolina. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's this one called, though? Is it still called Neon Moon? Uh, it's, it's like uh, Blue Neon. That's it. And who sings it? Uh, the guy singing the demo. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it has five writers. It dances in and out. The, the, the melody dances in and out, and the, uh, the lyrics dance in and out. I mean, just like, it's really well done. That's, still, that's still, still country, though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 
18 plus. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Ronnie, do you have any relationship at all, friendship with uh, Dolly? Uh, No, other than just meeting her a few times. Really? Yeah. Wow. I don't. I thought big superstar like you. Me too. You thought that too? <laughs> Dang, because I was with her last week or so, and I don't. I see her maybe twice a year, right? She yeah. kind of stays in Dolly's she world. Does, and she'll just appear like a yes. ghost in a room. You'll be in a dressing room, and all of a sudden she'll just, she'll, oh, there she is. But it's like she only has a fax machine. Like you can't text her still. How about that? Yeah. What are you doing? If people want to get a hold of you, what do they do? Uh, just, just text me. Yeah, but Ronnie signs his text still. Love Ronnie. I got busted by my daughter for doing that. She goes, hey, I know who you are. <laughs> Same thing. He signs it RD. I'm like, your name's in my phone. It's a code. It's I know code. how it is. Uh, it's, uh, you a big texter? Do you emoji? You do uh, emojis? Uh, no, I, I, try, I try not to. You know, I, I heard you doing an interview a, a, a while back. You were talking about how you go like, if it's really funny, you'll go ha. Or if it's really, really funny, you'll go ha, 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 ha. Yeah, well, and there's the capitalization part too. Like if it's yeah. just supposed to be funny, I do lowercase ha, 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 ha. If it's a little elevated, but it's not a laugh out loud, I'll do all lowercase, ha, 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 ha. Right. If it's funny, <laughs> I'll do capital, ha, 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 ha. Right. If it's LOL and I do laugh out loud, I do LOL. And then if I if it really gets me, I'll be like, I just audibly laughed out loud. Well, and then there's that the, 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 the blah, ha, 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 ha thing. I don't touch that. I don't do either. I don't do blah, ha, ha. I don't know, right. Feels like a villain. <laughs> I know. You know, feels right. like I'm, I'm, I'm committing a crime of some sort. Yeah. Are you, so you guys are done, Brooks, and done touring for now. Yeah. We are. We start back in uh, May. Back again. Mm-hmm. I mean, your shows are so big. Just to well, you know, who, who knew? We didn't. We didn't know. We didn't go out and buy a bunch of stuff at first, and then we had to hurry up. And what do you mean a bunch of stuff? Well, people started coming to the shows. No, I know, but what kind of stuff do you have to buy that uh, you didn't no have? Production. You got to run to Target real quick and go. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, maybe we should have lights. Yeah. Rope lights. A lot of. I rope guess we lights. need an extra guitar. <laughs> yeah. Rope lights. Fireworks. You can get them there. All seriousness, you did not expect the success of the tour to happen. We didn't know. But you never know. You know, we were off for almost what ten years, and but it just it just seemed like you know yesterday, just bang bang. Uh, is anyway, it fun? Yes, it's more fun than ever. Why do you think that is? Uh, I don't know. I think we just came up for air. You know, it just turned into you know how you, you have to do stuff every day, all day, all that, and, and not complaining at all. You know, mm-hmm. it's a real job. Uh, and uh, we just came up for air and on the creative plane too. You have to be creative and give yourself some some room. That's always a goal for me is to try to be bored because I never give myself space to be bored. Uh-huh. And I do it's my good. best thinking when I can be bored. Yeah. But I start to get uncomfortable when I'm bored because I'm like, I'm not, there's gotta, something I'm not doing. I have to face me, right? Yeah. Walk into a room full of mirrors and go, <laughs> I got to go, right? Do you still put pressure on yourself? Yeah. Creatively? Yeah. It, to do what? 
to, to write good songs and, 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 and get good vocals and that stuff. Entertain, you know, well, whatever that is for me. Grab a mic and walk out and sing. But no, all, all the above. How have you not had to change keys of your song while performing? It feels like you're singing the same key. It is. Yeah, I, I do it. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give it in, into that one. I think some of that's just mental for the people, you know. Like they feel that they can't hit the notes they used to hit, so they just give up and. Yeah, they get a little squeak every now and then. It's like, oh, this is all age related. It's, I, you know, it's, maybe it is, but you know, so far, knock on wood, it's not not for me. Was there ever a dynamic with you and Kicks? Where it was like, okay, who's going to sing this part of this song? Was there ever that oh, awkwardness yeah. at first? Yeah, big time, for, for the longest time, for, for like a few first few years. Who decides that if it's 1v1? One, one one? Well, early, early on, like way early on, uh, Tim, when Tim Dubois was running Arista over there during the day, we were coming out with the first records or so. Tim, Tim just, we were talking one day, and I think we had those four number ones in a row. And uh, I talked to Tim, and I said, what are we going to do for like, uh, there's, I said, there's, there's five, five or six singles on this record. And he goes, yeah, uh, and that's back when we weren't worried so much about, you know, you, you get three three songs and you're out. So uh, Tim Tim said, no. He said, we're gonna the way we're gonna settle this is is let Kicks do uh, the, the every fourth song, and then that went on for a while. And then Kicks was cool. He goes, no, I don't, if, if he didn't feel like we had you know, that fourth song in there, he goes, no, you take it and go from there, or we go to a new record. But we've been able to to, to I mean mitigate that stuff along the way. There was one point where, because, you know, Eddie and I are in a wildly successful comedy duo called The Raging Idiots, where I was like, Eddie, you need to sing more. And Eddie's like, nobody wants to hear me sing, even though he's a better singer. He's like, nobody came to sing. He's like, nobody came to hear me sing. I'm like, but you're the better singer. He's like, but I'm not going to sing because nobody wants to hear me sing. So we had the opposite of that. How funny. That's what you used to tell Kicks. That's how I finally pulled it off. Like I said, no one wants to come hear you sing, Kicks. (laughs) (laughs) I had a friend that won an auction to have a deal at your house where you played music for them the other night. Oh, really? Was mm-hmm. that? Yeah, I did that. She won it. It was, it was her. Real? That's an odd feeling. Yeah, and I saw them because I, I had to go back home to Mount Pine. But he was like, hey, do you want to come over to Ronnie Dunn's house? We just want to auction. We're flying up from Florida to watch him perform. And I was like, I can't. But then I saw his Instagram story, and it's like you and your barn with yeah. people sitting around. Yeah, they've gone in and, 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 and completely, like, like, they did all the things that I wanted to do before I left. You know, and I kind of looked around and went, you know what? I'm going to spend a, another fortune redoing this house and this property. So anyway, I sold it to a, to a great guy, and uh, they've done all the cool you know, re- redecorating things to it. But, but. So that barn is not where you live now. No, Mm-mm. that's where you used to live. Yeah, is yeah. that where you put the hot air balloon up? Yeah, you still have that. I was giving him grief about that. Yeah, we do have it. Yeah. Man, that'd be cool to have a hot air balloon with your na- name on it, and you drive up to the house. <laughs> that's what it says. Well, it's huge. You know, you, you, I, I kind of felt like it was it was naked pulling in there to like an event because we'd always stick it out in the front yard and light it up so people could know where to come. Because you couldn't really see the, the gate lights and stuff. You got any animals out there? Yeah. All kinds. Do you camera your woods? I do. What do you see out there? Everything. Like bobcats. Us you know, too. We put up a bo- Yeah. Bobcats and coyotes. Yeah. Coyotes like mad. Yeah. Yeah. We had an issue with fox, with some foxes. Uh-huh. And so we tried to get somebody to catch the foxes and trap them and then put them back out in different woods. Like uh-huh. make them somebody else's problem, but not kill them. Yeah, they'll take them like 600 miles away and then you, two days later they'll show back up. Yeah. So we're like, let just get rid of them. Put, I don't, put them in a the neighbor's backyard. I don't care. Yeah. But then coyotes and bobcats started coming and killing the foxes. How about that? And then we were like, let's kill the... Then I don't care as much. I'm like, shoot them. Shoot the coyotes and bobcats. I don't even care as much. <laughs> You're in Tennessee. That's yeah. loud, right? Yeah. Do, do you hunt on your property at all? Uh, very rarely, very rarely. I have friends, you know, if you have land that, that even 
it resembles something you can hunt on, they're they're your best friends. Do you ever duck hunt? But they only do it around hunting season. That's time you hear from them. So. Oh, it's like you're having a pool. In the summertime, people call like, hey, buddy, you're my friend. <laughs> you got a pool. Yeah. What's so, up? If you got a land, hey, what's up, Ronnie? <laughs> pool today. Seen any deers? <laughs> right, right. Any deer? <laughs> deers? Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's near. What you have to about duck, duck hunting? Mm-hmm. Ever- uh, I go down to Louisiana. Uh, with a, a friend has a, a his own island down there called Little Pecan. It's unbelievable. You friends with him year round though? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're only duck season. <laughs> yeah, but you can. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, it used to be years ago. We've been doing this for like sixteen years. He it used to be well. Hey, I'll call you. Don't call me, okay? Because I got so all these. He he runs like it's not a commercial place. It's private. He's in the oil business. But uh, uh, he runs like 360-something people through there a year. Mm. Nuts. Do you have any billionaire friends? Uh-huh. Dang. That's cool. You. That ain't true. Two, do you really have any billionaire friends? Yeah. Dang, that's cool. Who? <laughs> right? <laughs> we were all waiting Look to see that. who was going to yell who. Okay, all Look right. Look at that extrapolate back there. Do you ever extrapolate pay? Extrapolate that. Do you ever pay for the meal if you're at dinner with a billionaire friend? Yeah. Yeah, I insist. I'm not going to do, you know, go that. I mean, if yeah, nine times out of ten. But I'm bad about that anyway. I feel guilty about That's true. being at dinner with somebody and not pulling my card out. Yeah. We've had that fight before. Yeah. Yeah. Often I win because I'm younger and stronger. Oh, you win that fight? Every time. Look at us. Who do you think wins physically? We went to eat in town. At some, uh, uh, I can't name the restaurant, can you? Uh, people lined up getting his autograph. I'm sitting there going, Really? Really? First of all, <laughs> autograph. First of all, like, there were no autographs. Like, like, it was oh, pictures. Yeah. First Selfie. of all, yes, yeah. it was pictures. Yeah. And it was hilarious because here we are at dinner, me, my wife, <laughs> him, his <laughs> wife. And we kind of feel like there are like life mentors, Ronnie and his wife, because it, she's also from Oklahoma. My wife loves her. And so, and Ronnie's okay to me, but they're both so, like uh, sonic junkies. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then people are coming up, hey, can I get a picture? And Ronnie's just sitting there across the table. I don't say anything, but I think it's hilarious. You didn't make no, Ronnie no, take no. the picture, did you? No, I okay. just... <laughs> I've done it. We used to go to Mexico with Reba real quick. I don't know we're going to get out here. But with, with Reba and stuff, and, and, and hang out. She had a great place down there in uh, Cancun. And uh, get off the plane, and, and uh, people run up to Reba. And I'm standing right there with her. If, if whatever. I don't I don't think about this, but it's funny to me. Uh, and they, they will hand me the camera so to take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> and she would look back at me. Fine, she was sensitive to the to the issue, and uh, she go with that TV show. It really, really ramped up my visibility. <laughs> like her red hair. You oh yeah, we're still making hair. it feel good. <laughs> so like, yeah. 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 You, man. You're a star, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ronnie Dunn, and we'll get the new record out early next year. Ronnie Dunn, everybody. Thank you much. Here is a voicemail from Skyler asking for an update with Amy here. Morning studio. I was calling and wondering how Amy's ear is doing after Dr. Lucky worked on it. It's surgery in the studio. Amy ripped her ear out, the earring down. She did it herself um, and then had emergency surgery. And? It's great. It's awesome. I still haven't had it re-pierced yet because I want to be, she said the longer I wait, the better. So I'd rather just be extra careful and cautious so that I don't have to go through this again but it was a pretty awesome experience because I mean I had that it's been ripped since I was in seventh grade not all the way through not all the way through but that's when I first ripped it enough to where it just kept ripping and ripping and ripping so gosh it's about time (sighs) I'm thankful it always hurt no it doesn't hurt no did it when you would rip it 
I mean, yeah. Then it got to a point where, like, when it finally ripped all the way through, I didn't even really feel it. I didn't even know my earring had come all the way through because there was just such little pretty piece of skin left. It'd be like a hangnail. You know? know She sewed it together in the studio. It was rough. Uh, Here's Katie in Tampa. Morning, studio. Um, I was really curious about you guys. I'd seen you guys on Instagram, but I wanted to know more. So I went to the old Google, and I found Lunchbox. It says he is multiracial, 5 feet 5 inches, and makes around $450,000. So the site is celebsliferealreel.com. Just wanted to know how true that is. All right, love the show. Pretty accurate. All right, be back after this. (laughs) Hey, dude. Multiracial. I am, I, I am multiracial. You're multi. I am multi because I'm bohemian. That's where my grandma's from. We're all multiracial then. Oh, yeah. yeah my yeah. grandpa's from Ireland, so I'm Irish. Okay. I mean, that counts. We're all, I mean, right? Yeah, yeah that sure. counts. Thank you very much. Job, but dude. I am not 5'5". Five five. They have me mixed up with Ray, and I don't make 400 and something thousand dollars a year. Do you make less or more? I wish I made that much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey. All right. Thank you. Amy's pile of stories. So I have a question that Steve Jobs asked himself every day. CEO of Apple. Okay. He since passed. I'm familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but he would look in the mirror in the morning and he would ask himself, if today were the last day of my life, would I want to do what I'm about to do today? I hate that question. Because if you felt that way, you would never invest in anything. You never work hard for, uh, you never have delayed gratification which is a big deal with exercise, with saving money, with investing in your family. Hmm. This Steve Jobs guy's never going to make it. Wait, but no, I don't think it's that. Okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, it's you like, can't, I'm you can't live by that. Today, if, would I, if I were dying today, would this be how I want to do my day? Yeah. No, of course not. I'm going to work. Yeah. But if you love what you do, are you ever working a day in your life? But that doesn't count in this. <laughs> I know. I actually saw it as like a good question, but even towards the goals that you're living out, because obviously you know it's not your final day. You don't need to sit No, he just asked just... him if I was living right, today is my right. final day. Do you know what I say in the mirror every morning? What? what? You're so ugly. <laughs> oh. And then you go to work. And then I go to work. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, moving on. A poll asked people if we should have intermissions in movies. Yes, any movie over two hours and 30 minutes. If it goes 2.31, boom, there's an intermission. How long? 10 minutes. Hmm, Okay. Not anything crazy. Is that enough time for everybody to file out and then everybody file in? But I guess not everybody would walk out. We can't set our intermission times based on everybody. (laughs) So, I mean, that's about how long an NFL halftime is, and there's a lot more people in that stadium. Ten minutes, okay. go pee, come back, flicker the lights at like one minute, and then start the movie up. And if you need to, flicker the lights and then show one preview to give everybody a warm-up oh, and then get back into the movie. That's cool. Uh, in the poll, young adults were more likely to want the intermission than old folks. Which is weird, because old folks have to pee more. <laughs> uh, but, you know, recent movies like Oppenheimer, three hours long. Ugh. Killers of the Flower Moon, three hours and 26 minutes long. Yikes. Yeah, I need an intermission during that one. But if it's like, what, hour, hour 30, hour 45? All we're good. good. Hey, it goes over 2.30, which is semi-long now. Intermission. Which is Oppenheimer. Can we watch that at home now yet? Good luck. Not yet. Couple weeks. Couple okay. weeks. Okay, I'm waiting on that one. Okay. <laughs> uh, Taylor Swift fans don't know how to open a CD case. I got a clip of a mom uh, talking with her daughter who's like, "Wait, what, what?" Listen, I don't know how to open a CD case, and I've opened ten thousand. Yeah, them. those were tough. It's hard. You gotta peel that plastic uh-huh. off the top. The yeah, go ahead. What do you mean you open it? Like open the, to get the CD. Open, open the case. How? What do you mean? Open it. 
You guys are making me laugh because this is how we listen to music. Wait, no, it's my turn. How do you get it? The move was to have that little cutter, but I never kept the cutter. Well, oh, so yeah. this is like what, like picture you're getting the plastic open and there's that little button in the middle. When you press that, the CD pops out. I never pushed a button in my life. Oh, no, no, no. I just pull it out. <laughs> you pull it. Yeah. Rip. Oh. And then you wonder, why is this broken? <laughs> I hit the plastic button in the center. Yeah, you must have got the fancy CDs. Does anybody have any CDs that are not opened? Still in the uh, wrapper? Because that might be worth something one day. You can go buy them right now. Oh. Unopened, not in the wrapper. No, no. At the store. But the it's not worth anything? Well, I don't know which one it is. Okay. I got to look for I got DVDs stuff. unopened. See, that's worth something eventually. Maybe if it's like a first, but like a video game, you can't go and buy the first ever Zelda unopened. That's Or an iPod. That's okay. why those are worth so much. Let's buy something right now. No, we've already not, done this. We have a whole. No, oh boy. No, 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 no. We're not buying no, anything not else. Open <laughs> this it, is not stupid. open it. Not open it. And no. then 20 years we can't. from now. I don't, I'm not going to know you guys in 20 years. <laughs> what? Would you have said that 20 years ago? Because we still know each other. Probably, yeah. Probably. <laughs> right. Okay, I'm Amy. That's my file. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. A couple weeks ago, the Philadelphia Eagles were hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Terrible memory for me. But in the parking lot before the game, there was Brooke and Bob Rittner. They got married. They had the oh, wedding cool. ceremony in the parking lot as they tailgated. Diehard fans. Hey, diehard Eagles fans. Awesome. So good for them. And they had the reception, too. I would. Dang. <laughs> so cool. I would have loved to have gotten married at halftime of a Razorback game. What? Did, did you propose that on at all? The field or in the parking lot? No, on the field. Instead of oh the band. <laughs> Stop. You, ro you rotate the set. Like, I, Dancing with the Stars or Idol, they move it real quick in. The Super Bowl? Yes, yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah. And then it's... And we get married, and then, all right, say I do, I do. Just say, whoop pig, whoop pig. And then, psh, game back on. Wow. And then and then everyone there, that's that's the people at your wedding. They're all my witnesses. <laughs> that's a cool story. That'd have been if amazing. that's important to them, that's such a cool story. Totally, oh, yeah. man. And then the Eagles won for them, so Ugh. their marriage is obviously going to be good. Ugh. <laughs> all right, thank you. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.